Thank you, Reverend Jackson, so much for joining us. We are on our ninth um, episode, actually, of the Carolina Roll Call, and we are so excited that you've joined us. My name is Shakori, and this is my partner, Coleman Bryan. Yeah, I'm Coleman. Um, I'm the other host of this uh, podcast. Uh, we're so honored today to have uh, the Reverend Jesse Jackson with us. Um, for those of y'all that don't know Jesse Jackson, uh, he's a civil rights icon. He ran for president two times, and he was a shadow senator for the District of Columbia. Um, so we want to welcome um, you here today, um, Reverend Jackson. Thank you. Always good to be home. Jump right in. Let's just jump right into what we want to talk about. Uh, you know, this is a really important year um, for our country, for the election. Um, what issues do you think are on people's minds? What are they thinking about as they go to the polls um, on Tuesday? In some sense, America is on trial in terms of what kind of nation do we want to be. Uh, can we believe in uh, White House president who flaunts in the face of science, superstition, the largest pandemic on earth is in America. Most people tested, most people dead in America because of lack of leadership at the top. Uh, it, just, it doesn't require much to put on a mask, wash your hands and social distance. He refuses to do that. And so the, the health is not one issue because life has no livelihood. People dying, they, they can't vote, they can't function. More than that, people who don't die are sick. Things that drive you in the bankruptcy quickest is, is, is medical bills. For example, when Lindsey Graham said the last week, Chef Judiciary Committee said, Well, I, I don't suppose Obamacare have a plan of my own. Well, no one knows what, what his plan is except there's no such bill as Obamacare. It's a full care act. They call Obamacare the contempt. I didn't Southwest lost sixteen billion dollars, two billion a year. We we denied. We let forty-four thousand jobs were lost. Four rural hospitals closed, including Bamberg, where Southwest, where Nickel, the former governor, came from, because uh, we refused to deal with health care as a priority, and it's sickening to think that what sixteen billion dollars could do in that state in terms of medical education give people viable jobs. So I think that the issue of COVID-19, COVID-19, the race issue, can we move from surviving apart to living together? I parents started in high school in 1959. I couldn't apply to offer the Clemson or Furman or USC. He didn't apply. Next year, Gant went to Clemson on the federal guard and they did quite well as a student, as a, as a student scholar. Our architect, the nine talent, chasing talent out of the state, is what they did. I will back on the Columbia, back on the firm USC. It works out for me, but I'm saying it's not right to drive people out in that way. Well, so the race, the race thing is important because you have a case where you have Jim Harrison running for senator, and and and. Reverend Jackson, I want to get on that. Yeah. I want to, I want to yeah. get on that. We, we, you know, you're from Greenville, South Carolina. Um, and Greenville and Spartanburg, you know, have voted hundreds of thousands of people already in early voting. What do you think is the key factors in the race between Jamie Harrison and Lindsey Graham? And, who, you know, how do they get across the finish line? Who gets there first? Well, 
Linda Ram depends upon white people's fears and race. Uh, for example, he cannot with a straight face say, Trump is not in our interest. He, he did this, James, in his commercial. He, 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 he analyzed and described Trump to a, to a, to a T. Trump has something on him, has something for him or with him. He's gone from being the guy in the commercial to a guy who is revenue with Trump. I submit to you, if, if the health care bill is voted by the Supreme Court down, uh, what would mean South Carolina health insurance? Hospitals will close. Most will drop out. So Jamie's arguing health care. And uh, you have the case of Lindsey Graham on health care. You, you, you couldn't have the Clemson Tigers. We choose uniform color, skin color, direction, not complexion. Because people like Graham, they, they, they try to stop ever going to Clemson in the first place. USC or Walford, as the case may be. So James is on the right side of history. I hope Sacramento will come unto itself and give peace and justice and intellect a chance. Caroline passed a lot of factors but it couldn't be behind the cotton curtain. All that new stuff across the suburban world was, was successful. So I think that Jamie would, would he would he would immediately be a, a global force for good if he, if he, if he wins, and 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 if uh, and if, and if uh, Lindsey Graham wins, uh, because he's following a man who's taking us down uh, over a cliff, it'd be, it'd be, a, it'd be a shame in my opinion. Let Let's talk about that for a little a second. Let's brief on that for a second. You, you the word you used was um, new south. And that's a word that Jamie has used in his campaign a lot. So I want to stick on that for a, a, a second. What does a new South look like for you? You know, someone that has marched um, and led the march for civil rights for more than a decade. Bruce, what does that look like? Well, seven of my classmates and I we came home in from college and do a bibliography for speech 25. So the collaborator had them in books. Miss Bissett run to, to the go to the central library. One took a took a note. And they said, "Yeah, I give books in seven days." Blacks cannot sit in that library. That someone we sat in the library. We, we were jailed. July 1696, trying to use the public library in Greenville, South Carolina. Jailed trying to use Woolworth. Jailed trying to use Chris. Uh, following came World War II, Nazi POWs had more rights than American soldiers did. That's what the old sound looked like. I mean, Nazi POWs laughing at black soldiers saying, why y'all fighting us? And you sitting behind us. And things like uh, Harry Belafonte and some of those guys, uh, Lena Horn. Their civil rights process was that they, they, they wouldn't sing for segregated audiences. So the New South is when you can really have blacks in the legislature, blacks and whites coalescing. Uh, I never saw uh, a black police since I was 20, 20, 20 years old in Greenville. So, so you see black and white police together and men and women socialize together and Clemson and USC, again called First Tigers. That's good stuff to me. When I saw Clemson play Alabama in the big game, my heart rejoiced. Not just by Clemson, because I took the last from Clemson, but to see 
schools where resegregation that locked blacks out of out of Alabama and locked out of Clemson, that's still seeing black and white together, the best in the nation. That that's good stuff to me. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I agree with you. I think that's a great take and we appreciate your wisdom on that. Um, I don't know if we actually realize a new South yet, actually. Um, you know, South Carolina, a lot of places in South Carolina are still um, really far left behind, especially places like where me and Ja'Cory live. Uh, we're, near, we're from Sherrall and Dillon. Um, so we feel like our rural areas are kind of left behind. So, I mean. Well, they're, 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 they're left behind. But my point was, you, you have a chance to. We did, you, you can vote. Dr. King spoke in Washington, 63. One black official in the whole South, Leroy Johnson. Not one black official in Virginia. North South Carolina, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, Texas, or Florida, not one. Now, of course, you have mayors and congresspeople, legislators. You, you can vote. You, right now, we have the power. You, you, you can get young, young white South Carolinians to vote, vote, vote for Jamie. We, we, learned to, we learned to play ball together. In fact, military, we must not put our actions together. How can a, a poor person? Well, I was in the hospital at Greenville during my mother's dad. Go every other day, as, as I pray for some white people, we became friends on the floor. Well, I said, Rev. Jackson, I'm, I'm a truthful lady. And I tell you right now, I'm for I'm not for Obamacare. I said, yeah. He said, I'm with the mammogram test, and she will. I said, Mama, you want omelet without eggs? Yeah, you being funny. I said, no, I said Obamacare is is a formal health care act. She'd been misled to believe here's a woman need health insurance, fight against it. That, that's, that's taking advantage of people. Solving people that ask questions is black, the the We were the choice of a party that deal with our interests. How can, how can a poor white person who was, uh, don't have the right to organize the union, can't collect in the bargain, don't have health insurance, live in a trailer camp, be running around with Trump? I don't, I don't understand that. So around the country, we've seen all these heartless killings um, of innocent African-American lives. What, what, how do we correct these wrongs of society in terms of George Floyd or Breonna Taylor? Where, where do we need to go in this country? Uh, we, last week, we got uh, a statement. I'm trying to go to the United Nations. Say that, make this the world court genocide against black people. In 1960, 5,000 blacks were lynched. We were driven out of the South by lynch mobs. And now here you look from Tremont Martin to Diallo to Michael Brown, it just does not stop. If this were been black people killed in Britain or France, or Jewish people killed in, in uh, Germany, the whole world would be, what's going on? But this is an individual internal American problem. We are world citizens. We have a right to be on the world stage demanding justice for, for all, all, all of our people. Many police, of course, they have the nationalists uh, dressed up as policemen. And they are unnecessarily cruel. I mean, it's, it's not, it, they shoot a lot of black people, they shoot, they shoot white, white people too. They have an, an, an arrogance that is unfair, unfortunately, really. 
Now, Reverend Jackson, you know, you brought up a good point. And the president's debate, Joe Biden made a comment. He said, you know, I'm going to try to do as much as Abraham Lincoln. And he, it was a joke that he was making to President Trump because of comments that President Trump has made that said he has done more for African-Americans than Abra since Abraham Lincoln. Is that a comment that you agree with from the president? No, as a matter of fact, you refer to Africa and Caribbean as, as shitholes. Haiti was I in the American Revolution. Africa was supposed to about domestic trade. Uh, Afro, America was built on inborn Africans. Uh, Africa, in many ways, the American foundation of, of, of American wealth. Secondly, when he is against the poor health, he is against black and poor people together. He did not fight to enforce the Voting Rights Act, uh, support decapitated in, in 2013 the Roberts Court. Uh, so whatever, whatever he says, health disparity is obvious. You get people the shortest, the deepest hole in the shortest rope. No, he's, he's, not, he's not a friend of when you are, you know, We cannot just be limited by race. For example, um, the abandoning babies on the border and separate them from their parents. That's immoral. That should touch everybody's heart. Jesus, Jesus was a, a border baby. Jesus was a border baby. Romans would kill all the firstborn babies, and, and uh, Mary and Joseph took him to Egypt as an immigrant. She said as a refugee, was 12 years old. It goes to the heart of our understanding of how, how he went. I'm glad that Spirit did not separate Mary and Joseph from Jesus at, at the border as a baby. And sometimes I use the Bible as a guide to what doesn't, it does not make sense. Vice President Biden, uh, he announced a plan that if he's elected president, he'll find a way to reunite those, those families. So I do want to ask you this question. When we have our 2020 uh, ballot, who is the right choice for the next four years? I mean, I'm going to visit Biden and Harris on the right side of history. On, on the other hand, Trump has been attacking American institutions, attacked uh, intelligence before, before Putin, Putin for American intelligence. That's not right. Uh, he had the pandemic information, what was booked way before it happened. Didn't move on it. That's not right. Um, he had the richest of one percent trillion and a half dollar tax cut. Uh, poor folks got a, a wage cut. He drags back, he's pardoned some blacks, he pardoned eight blacks out of 43. 300 judges, not, not one black. So he's not telling the truth, he's not, not making sense. What I, what I want to do is, when I say the two of you doing this podcast, learn to live together. We, we survived apart. We, we, we're better together. Our armies better together. Uh, our athletes are better. Everything we do is better together, but, but not allow skin worship or skin idolatry to stand between us and, 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 and what's but obviously, so you shall love. Love determines our, our character, right? Love. Absolutely. And so if you don't, when we're separated, you know, by walls, behind the walls, ignorance, fear, hatred, and violence. Ignorance who's behind the wall, hate them, fear them, and violence. The walls come down, you guys sit together on Sunday, 
Én szállom azt. Szóval You know, I, I want to touch on what you uh, uh, comment really quick. You said, and I and I want to move on. But you know, I did an interview last week about black voter turnout in South Carolina. Do you feel that black voters will determine across the nation and women on um, the election, and who do you think they will vote for? That's the women vote for Biden because. Some of the hostile to blacks. One, one look in the you guys to get down to say the press. The Democrats say blacks were running. Uh, yeah, well, we Democrats about choice. Sixty blacks in the Congress. I'm telling blacks were running. Four Latinos, twenty-five Asian Americans, two Native Americans. Black males don't say blacks were running. Blacks, that's just not, not true. When we were coming up in South Carolina, the Democrats were in the South. Jefferson Davis Democrats, slaveholding Democrats. So we fall for our freedom, we fight against Southern Democrats. When Truman uh, desegregated uh, the military in 1948, Trump Thurmond started the Dixocrats. In 64, we got the public accommodations. Whites and mass, Jefferson Democrats became uh, Goldwater. Strong Thurman Reagan Republicans. They switched parties. Blacks who had been Republicans, like Dr. Cain's dad, for example, Lincoln, Lincoln, Lincoln was a Republican. Emancipation Proclamation Republican. 13, 14, 15 amendments. Freedom Republican. So we, we, were, we, we were on the side of history that determined our needs. But then the Shukup took in, in 64. And Shetland uh, took Reagan to Philadelphia, uh, Mississippi, where two, two Jews and Black had been killed. As they began to re redefine Southern, so many Democrats, many Southerners who are conservatives, they, they use the race as a conservative. And then they conserve. We, we can't get around the value of living together. When, when, I, I keep coming back to Clemson because I saw on television yesterday. When I see those black and white guys, fraternizing and loving each other. That's a, a piece of heaven to me. That's, that was an awesome, awesome answer to that question. Uh, now I'm gonna talk a little bit more about you as a person. Uh, we've been talking a lot about the country. So about you as a person, uh, can you tell us about your experiences um, about r running for president? Uh, you ran for president two times and you also served in the Senate. Um, just tell us a little bit about what you've learned about the country, what you, your personal experience, just anything you want to tell us about that? Well, in 83, we were conducting a, a campaign here against Chicago Fest because it was largely excluded from his president politics in Chicago in, in a rural sense. So we thought Harold Washington could win. Working at Kennedy was coming to town, the primary support, Jane Byrne. Monday was going to support uh, Daly. It's, uh, it's, uh, not on the primary, we support you guys. 
we have to because these are our friends. It makes us toast. We decide, well, we should run brick rural liberation and liberalism or change, real, real change. So I began to raise, I tried to get Andy Young to run. Andy wouldn't do it. Try to get many, many, he wouldn't do it for different reasons. I can raise at some point run just to run. Well, I, I had no preparation for it. In, in the sense that I just had known so many people across the years. I was a high school football player and I learned, I learned the state. And second class, we the mega sapphire and I learned the people around it. I, I began to run. We learned some things. One, an hour allowed me to be, be going by. I, I, I got 425 delegates on $19 million. Same people's homes. We, we shook up the country. And then we found if I get 40% of the vote, you get 49, you get all 100. That was bad math. It's called winner take all. We shifted to proportionality. You get 49, you get that many delegates. Shifted to that, I got 1,250 delegates in 1988, $20 million budget. I'm saying this in 80, when Brock ran in 08, on the 84 rules, he would have lost. Hillary won California, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Texas, New Jersey, and the end. On our rules, we democratized democracy. Uh, Brock won because he got his share of delegates. Fortunately, is different than one take all. Also, when I first ran, the threshold to be to be delegated was thirty five percent. Most common people couldn't afford to be delegated. We brought it down to fifteen percent. So you only you guys could be delegate. We brought it down with with the reach. And so I to go from. Canada at Greenville and playing ball at Greenville, North Carolina, uh, working with Dr. King and, and all that, learning much of the world from him. I saw a chance to open up America. So when Brock was elected, I cried. I didn't mean to cry. But I thought about we were in Grant Park, we'd been beaten 40 years before, kick ass by the police. And uh, I wish for a moment that Dr. King, Meg Eber, though they could have been there just to see the fruits of their labors. I thought President Barack on one occasion, I've hired about him, by the way. And uh, he said, I saw you debate Hart Mandela at Columbia University. I said, this thing can happen. Wow. If, if I plant the seed, flourish it to him. That's part of my mission was to change the dynamic. Let me say that on, on LeBron, of all the presidents, he is in the top six in my judgment. George Washington deserves special status because he was a slaveholder, bought and sold people. He decided that democracy rather than the general. He, he had the power to make America military dictator. Jefferson, brilliant, but he wouldn't free his own children. It's conscious about him, but he said on one occasion, I think about God is just in slavery. I trim for our country. Well, she's she's trembling. But by and seven people take take care out of the running, running for being great. Uh, Lincoln saw this, the country in peril. 
Lincoln freed us and we saved Lincoln. Uh-huh. Because when Lincoln freed us, blacks left the plantation in the South in mass. And so we can all we know the, 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 the supply line of the Confederates. 20,000 blacks joined the Union Army and helped, helped defeat the South in slavery and save the Union. So Lincoln is a big, big deal. The biggest deal after Lincoln really is, is, is Lyndon, Lyndon Johnson. Lyndon Johnson. You got to read his speeches at, at uh, Howard University and Michigan, University of Michigan. His speech before the Congress in 65, Voting Rights Act. Lyndon Johnson became the most productive president in the history of this country. Uh, even Lincoln mastered with Johnson to a piece of legislation. Now, I'm trying to say this to you, my friends. As Judge Washington, as Jefferson, put uh, asked my name, they bought and sold people. Well, it was, it was the United Nations had the vision of seeing the world, not just to a door, not just to a keyhole. You had uh, Roosevelt, took it out of the pressure. We were on civil rights, social justice. So he felt right threatened to march with him in 1941. He didn't do it, but over the blacks were working in the defense industry. Uh, you have to give Truman some credit for his serving in the military. Uh, Johnson, uh, Eisenhower, the, the troops in, in the rock wanted to desegregate the school. He had to send the troops to take the students. Kennedy brought us a breath of fresh air, some new, exciting, young, robust. When it all said and done, Barack is in top presence. He came in office, we lost 800,000 jobs, 800,000. And then gained jobs every month for, for, for eight years. It was the longest run in history. Uh, 26 million Americans have health insurance. We didn't have health insurance. Pretty good, conditions. The climate accords deal in, in Paris and the nuclear deal in Paris. He did, he did some big things, and I, I, I'll him for that. I think one of the good things you said that I really agree with, and I think people need they can hear this, is that when we say like our, our, our faith extends to so many issues. Healthcare is one of them. Civil rights is one of them. And I agree with that. I think that's a great point. I love that list of history you gave us. Uh, I think that you're right. Lyndon Johnson did more in his, in his presidency than people give him credit for. And I think the president would be well, willing to Well, uh, they, they focus so much on the Vietnam War, which he, 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 he inherited that, that war. But say for the Civil Rights Act, Johnson. She said, the Voting Rights Act, Johnson. Files Act, Johnson. EOC, Johnson. Contract compliance that you call call the roll for on poverty, Johnson. Johnson did more for hope than any president ever. Uh, he brought that represent hope. That's an American African American politician speaking with moral authority on the stage. The president says speaking all people authority, moral authority on the stage. Make America remember. So Barack, especially giving him hope, hope, hope. Remember when he, he ran people in, in London because black become president of, of Britain. Not likely, but uh, a black woman came to Penzoil of France. That's ran for office in Norway. And so he, he hope, hope, uh, a boundless hope shook up the world.
And I think that's what your, um, your run for president did for so many Americans. It gave hope. And so you said you cried and the night you cried that Obama was elected that very historical night, you and Oprah both cried. So I wanted to point that out. That was pretty cool. And um, just an aspect of emotion to look at that new, you know, that new, we talk about the new South, but the new hope for the country. So just to move on and get into our last couple of questions, can you tell us a little bit about your relationship with Dr. King? Um, and after so many years, well, after Dr. King died and you were with them, what have kept you going on this fight, being on the front lines of Breonna Taylor and George Floyd and so many other issues that you still continue to fight in? Well, fighting for freedom is my life. It's my, it's my ministry. It's what God called me to do. Feeling deep in my heart and my soul. That's what I do all, all the time. Uh, I was 14 years old, Dr. King emerged in Montgomery. Uh, we didn't know him. We knew about him. His spirit was in there. I, went, I left University of Richmond, walked down to Cleveland Street one day, out of the bus, the bus with my mother. I saw the bus right behind the driver because my granddad had a wood truck and right in front of the wood truck. And three white kids sitting across the front of the was playing in the bus. I said, my mother said, driver said, all on the bus. Said, the adults heard him. My mother, my mother she, 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 she snatched me out, she pinched me out, cried, my mother, you made it at me. Read the sign. The sign about the driver's head, color sleep in the rear. Ice in the front. Those violated me punished by law. Raw racial segregation. And I got on the back of the bus and one of my father's friends said, look, don't, don't worry about something in front of the bus. The bus have a wreck for the back won't get hurt. Uh, he, he was trying to, trying to build cushions around. He's trying to teach me the black codes of survival, really. You know, drink water here, use toilet here, don't work here. So I came to, to the raw segregation myself. The came was about bringing those walls down. I fell in love with his work and his philosophy. After all, the, the Bible calls us to be free. The same class says in God's kingdom. So it, it, it drives my, my agenda. I think one of the things you said is finding your calling in life. I think that's what all our young people who listen to our show are trying to do. And, and when you said that God called you to fight for freedom, I think that's a very uh, important quote. Uh, Jacor, do you have another quote? Well, I, I, think, I, I think to reconcile, you know, the, the two of you on this part together, we learn to survive apart. We're not going to live together. That's America's trying to learn to learn to live together. We're, we're skin idolatry is a sin. Sheer worship is a sin. Stracism is unscientific. Immoral is ungodly. Political divisive, economic exploitation. Racism is a sickness. So we're going to fall in love with their skin and, and begin to worship their skin. It's like working the golden calf. And Moses got to the, 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 the Canaan And so finance is a long-term rest. It's not a short-term battle. And I see hope every now and then. Uh, we sell, I'm sure we, we ran door for a night before I come to the morning. Uh, a dog, Trump has made it. It's run for Senate in South Carolina and Mississippi. One lock of the Jewish got run for Senate in Georgia. Uh, and McGrath running for 
Senate in Kentucky. Uh, South Carolina, Jamie, Jamie Harris and, and, and could win. And that, that's boundless hope. Boundless hope. I hope the students will watch this podcast. Volunteers, not go to school monitors, work for Jamie. Work for New South Carolina. Work, work for hope. And, and what Jamie's done, very adroitly, he, he runs, he's, he uh, relieves twice among founding fears and raises the hopes of blacks. Those, those, that's, that's, that's not a reconcilement if you're, if you're smart. The more, more whites see black quarterbacks like Watson play with Clemson, when they realize all of what, what, what we couldn't do is I keep in the football because on a given Sunday outside afternoon, 100,000 people choosing a uniform color with skin color and direction of complexion. It's a breakthrough. We did my generation didn't have that. I, I, I couldn't apply the clubs. Reverend, Reverend Jackson, um, yeah. you know, since I've been about 12 years old, I've recited that I have a dream speech and several of Dr. King's speeches. And, you know, that's something that has lived with me throughout my lifetime. And it seems like every, um, on Dr. King's day, every, 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 every year I'm saying it somewhere else, but can you talk a little bit about your relationship with Dr. King? How has his word resonated uh, with you over uh, the years? First of all, that, uh, to, that was an aspiration speech. We came to, to Washington. I just left jail in Greensboro. Most of us, our credentials were we've been jailed something. The, the day he spoke, blacks were jailed 200 cities across the country in jail. Jim Palmer, of course, in jail in Tuscaloosa, Bogaloosa, Louisiana that day. Uh, you came from Greenville to Washington. You had the couldn't stop at a hotel, motel, a restaurant. Couldn't buy ice cream at Howard Johnson. Couldn't remember the holiday in. And you, and you go only go to the theme park in Atlanta on Mondays. That's why people have some mess to do. Oh, you judge by children by the character, not by the color. That, the context of that speech. I've been dreaming of one day. The whole is it's aspirational. Well, and, and, and so many, many ways, those walls are falling down. With another dimension of the dream now, but that was an aspiration speech. And when I see uh, whites and blacks working together for Jamie in the campaign, uh, that's that, that's the dream. I, I love that point. I love when you're talking about New South, and of course, if Jamie Harris is elected, that would give so much hope to a state that's been through so much. Um, I'm a big supporter of Jamie. I make that no secret, and I I really do hope the best um, in that. But I know you have a lot of we know you have a lot of friends in high places. Can you tell us, so just switching gears, can you tell us a little bit about your relationship with uh, former President Clinton? Well, I talked about Dr. King. So I met Dr. King. I was, I was in NT. I went to London to give a speech to the American Sci-Fi Fraternity, and I met him. He was coming to the airport on the way to get his Nobel Peace Prize. He called my name. He scared me to death. I, I've been jailed in Greensboro, North Carolina, trying to, you know, desegregate. He was, he was aware of what was happening. And I met him at the on first time on that occasion. 765, uh, I wanted to leave the seminary and go there. I was torn between seminary and marching. So I kept restraining. But the Sunday the beating took place, he called for seminary to come to, to the seminar. I, I left. Chicago, 
the two, two colleagues by semester who went to Georgia State, Alabama. And I spoke tonight at Brown Chapel. We, we hooked up there. We'd never stop. Yeah, of course, Chicago, Brit Bass, and, and the rest of the history. But I, I met him with him. I learned him philosophically. He really, he really, uh, he really, he said, he's just, I read a fiction, a non fiction book a week. A real scholar activist. Um, very wise. So, so how do you close them real quick? Well, $37, fifty cents a week, no insurance, and you might go to jail in a day. It was no long line for you trying to get that job. <laughs> so we were I, blessed to be with him. And then in Memphis, August, April 4th, 1968, I was with him. We were on way to dinner. And um, he was shot. It's traumatic, if you think about it. He was shot in, in the middle of our a, of a, of a conversation. Bill Clinton, I think, is, was one of the great presidents of the South, sense of reconciliation. And um, Bill disagreed the military more than the other president has. His judges, judges' appointments. He kind of flourished on, on, on Bill Clinton. Because we went to the ghettos of America and where he's known the president had hands. Went to Africa while he was president. Bill had a local politician with a global vision. I like him very much. And, you know, Reverend Jess Jackson, I wish we could be with you um, two or three more hours and listen to just who you are as a guy. And, you know, we, I have pinched myself a couple of seconds and just to make, you know, cause we're on the phone with, you know, someone that has led and we continue to learn and respect to this day. And, you know, um, just to close up this, you know, close up this conversation. Is, I want you to tell young voters that are listening to this right now that have not voted in South Carolina, why is it so important? For them to get out and vote, that's gonna that's gonna be my last question. <laughs> you know, in Chicago, Illinois, we, we got it now where inmates can vote. If you're if you're a pretrial detainee, uh, prison, you've been convicted. Jail, you're waiting for trial. The LL is involved. We have a precinct in the jail. So I said this. I said you guys should register and vote. Why should we register as well? You know, you have you can you can't sit on jury unless you register. You go upstairs to go to court. You want somebody, you know, jury and appeals. Yeah, only those who vote can do that. Yes, you you, you you can vote for the judge. Ooh, yeah. Vote for state attorney. Vote 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 for sheriff. Uh, you vote for attorney general. Uh, Congress, Senate. So the vote, the vote is the key to the political kingdom, the key. Now, young people, you, you may have missed a march on Washington. Well, you weren't born. Selma Montgomery weren't born. If you, young, if young people in mass, college by college, Walford, Christian College, College of Charleston, Alan Benedict, and USC Clemson, we all vote in mass for Jamie, you redefine the South of America forever. 
if, you, if young Americans take Monday and Tuesday and vote for him in droves, it'll change everything. So when Jamie wins, everybody wins. The South rules the stain of racism as its um, uh, as, as a stereotype. The South is, is better than, than its politicians. How can you be without health insurance? Living in a trailer camp. Uh, um, don't have a job. Cutting down $16 billion for without a job or hospitals. That you have been had by somebody. We can be better than that. We learn, learn to fight wars together, play ball together. Well, the South must move from three moves from racial battleground, economic come around. Repeat, say, say the South must move. To the South must move. Repeat, repeat, repeat. The South must move. <laughs> yeah, from, from, from racial battleground. Repeat. Racial from battleground. I'm sorry. To economic common ground. An economic common ground. The moral high ground. The moral high, high ground. ground. See, you spend so much time on, on the race question. You can do that economic, economic justice, economic security, full housing, health care, and, and pleasure. So I think this, this James Kennedy gives us, if young whites, Walford, PC, and the school around that state, vote for him in mass, it'll it change everything. Um, Reverend Jackson, as we close, and this is the last thing I want to do before we close, can you lead us out, you know, just on this Sunday afternoon and as we move forward in the country and we have the election, a very historical election on Tuesday that decides so much that we've discussed um, and so much is on the ballot and we all know. Can you lead us out in a prayer just for our nation? So again, uh, can you lead us out in just a prayer, in a prayer for our nation? The God... Forgive us for our sins and fools us about ways, make us better, never better. Let's appreciate all of your handiworks. Let's not the, the separate each other by race, by gender, by religion. You are God and we're your people. We'll do our best. It's not good enough. Your grace is sufficient. See us through. It's on the, the challenge of our time. You said you're if my people are called by my name, will I'm themselves in prayer and seek my face. Turn in wicked ways, I will hear from heaven. Or heal in land. We need healing. Hope, help, healing. Let's, let's affirm our loved one about how we protect the other as our backs against the wall. Bless South Carolina, bless the South. Only 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 have the power to do that. Amen. All right, Doctor. Thank you so much, Reverend Jackson.